0: Could humans make a web that catches spiders? What happens if you toast, toast? All of these questions you can find the answer to on this Paranormal Life! Welcome everyone to the podcast! The comedy Paranormal Podcast hosted by me, Rory Powers and this guy across from me, Kit Greer. If you haven't listened to the show before Uh, Kit and I are professional paranormal investigators. We've been in the industry for (laughs) more more years than I can count, frankly, at this point. Um, Partially because I can't count very high, but uh, we have also been here for a long time. Some of that time I should have been in school, as you could tell. (laughs) Here we are, regardless with our years of, of expertise, coming at you to investigate a paranormal creature. Are you excited for today's case, Kit?
1: I tried to toast toast once. Do you know how high your insurance premium goes after you burn your own house down? So that's what happened? Or is that a
0: separate story?
1: That was the real discovery of the day.
0: Does everything get tastier when you burn it a little? Mm. You know, the first guy was like having a sandwich and he was like, why don't I f- toast it? What if I burn it a little? You know, I wonder how much... What if we haven't done that with? What if you,
1: So I'm going to assume a... that grapes aren't good toasted but i haven't done it so you ever toasted a grape my friend you could toast you know toast birthday cake i bet that would be delicious toast
0: spaghetti if you put spaghetti in a toaster heated it up a little bit so it got a little crunchy i think that would be pretty delicious yeah
1: that was house number two that went down
0: all right well just if you're gonna do the experiments do it cautiously what if i toast water (laughs) i want to toast a fork (laughs) What if I uh, toast yummy me, little <laughs> my hand? Uh, look, let's stop dilly-dallying at the start of the podcast and just jump right in because we've got a big case to investigate this week. It's a popular one that has been emailed in a couple times, but, you know, I have danced around the idea of covering it before, but it's a complicated one, similar to when we cover creatures like goblins or dragons. This is a paranormal entity that has its roots in folklore, in ancient mythology. Our first story today comes from an internet poster called Gabrielle. Though living in Australia, she's from an Irish family and was raised as a believer in folklore. Hmm. It was Boxing Day, the year 2000, on the central coast of New South Wales, Australia, not far from Sydney. Gabrielle had arranged to meet a friend for a picnic on the banks of the Wyong Creek. It was a hot Australian summer day. The gang had just finished eating and the children were starting to get a little restless. So they packed up the picnic and hopped in the canoes that they brought with them. After an afternoon of playing out on the water, it was time to pack up and head home.
1: Sorry, I'm just getting sidetracked just thinking about how different my childhood was to that. That sounds pretty idyllic. Pretty Picnicking wholesome. Picnicking on the canoe? Yeah, yeah. Back in the streets of Northern Ireland, we were fighting rats with Beyblades for entertainment. <laughs> and food those little bastards took most of the cheese they took most of the good stuff from the dumpsters that's for sure
0: yeah i don't know if i ever had a day as idyllic as this this sounds like an advert for camping equipment or budweiser
1: maybe (laughs) if the kids weren't there uh yeah i'm pretty jealous replace the kids with two frosty buds you've got a an alcohol industry advertisement
0: which i did for most of my life as a parent but maybe just maybe kid This isn't a story you want to be associated with your childhood. After an afternoon of playing out on the water, it was time to pack up and head home. But as they paddled back towards the spot where the cars had been parked, they passed a young woman walking a small dog. Suddenly, without warning, the little terrier started barking frantically and bolted towards the water's edge. It was making such a racket that it got the attention of the whole gang. What was going on? Did this dog just hate canoes? As Gabrielle glanced over to see what all the commotion was about, she couldn't believe what she saw. Just a few feet away from the dog was a tiny little person running away at full pelt. Holy moly! The figure couldn't have been taller than 30 centimeters at the most. 30
1: centimeters? This, when you say little person, (laughs) we're picturing Kevin Hart, three, four foot, sure, but (laughs) 30 centimeters? 30 centimeters. The size of a school ruler, my friends. This thing is small. With the dog hot on
0: its heels, it sprinted down to the waterfront, joining its hands together and diving headfirst into the water, where it disappeared. The dog quickly followed with its owner running after it, screaming hysterically for it to come back. She managed to grab the dog by its collar and haul it back to the shore. The woman said, Sorry about that! Sorry about the noise, guys! I'm sure you came here for a bit of peace! I don't know what's gotten into him. But Gabrielle knew. (laughs) She looked around and every single member of their party was still staring open-mouthed. (laughs) Everyone but the tiniest kids had seen it, and to this day, whenever Gabrielle goes anywhere near the region, she can't help say to herself, that's where the fairies live. Good lord, man. Welcome
1: to the world of fairies! Wow. Yes. This is a momentous occasion in TPL history. Four years in, we're just discovering fairies now. Pretty crazy, right? You would have thought they would have come up more often than, than,
0: than once in three years. I guess, you know, fairies are kind of similar to leprechauns. Sure. A little bit similar to little mischievous goblins. They're little scamps. They are little scamps. And we have covered little scamps on the <laughs> podcast before. So this is kind of going to be a bit of new territory and a bit of old territory. Love it. Yeah, I'm fascinated to hear more. Folklore surrounding fairies goes back so far that there isn't really a time or a story in particular that we can pinpoint as to the creation of the legends. They're found in a lot of European cultures, obviously. Celtic, German, English, French. But generally speaking, they take the form of small human-like beings and have a range of magical powers. Imagine Dumbledore was zapped by the gun from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I'm listening. And he has all his magical abilities, but he is an ant. Mm. Maybe not as small as an ant, because that's a little much. But as small as a house cat.
1: That's pretty powerful, I'll say. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, now that you framed it this way, because I kind of, in my mind, picture fairies as, like, pretty... I don't know. I guess I'm picturing Tinkerbell from Peter Pan, now that, not that I think about it. Relatively... Dainty little thing. Harmless. Yeah. Uh, whereas cat-sized Dumbledore... <laughs> He's quite scary. (laughs) He is
0: nimble and he knows spells. And he
1: knows the bad ones too, the ones that kill.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Whereas Tinkerbell, uh, if you had a cricket bat, you could obliterate her with one swing, I reckon.
1: Cricket bat is a good shot too because it's quite wide, so you you ain't gonna miss.
0: Yeah, you'd be totally fine. Or um, a tennis racket. Captain Hook should have
1: thought about that. (laughs) The hook was never gonna do it. Why was he using the hook? The hook is too precise. It's, it's like trying to catch her with chopsticks. I don't remember the plot of Peter Pan, though. I mean, they could have been friends for all I know. I think he had guns. Why didn't <laughs> he ever use those? Wow. That's really something. That's quite terrifying. But but, but a cat is quite... A cat is
0: quite Let's not hold on to the cat thing.
1: I literally just threw out a cat thing. No, no, no. Let's, let's dial in on that. So they can jump?
0: Well, yeah, they could jump in the same way like mm. any human can jump. I think
1: they can fly, to Do be they fair.
0: clean themselves with their tongue? They don't... Well, I don't know that either, to be... I do <laughs> Interesting. Let's not hold... Let's not hold on to the cat thing, because the cat thing was just... Any animal... Does cat and nip have the same effect? They go nuts. They do. Really? Yeah, they go crazy.
1: They go, crazy. <laughs> they go berserk.
0: One origin story of the fairies that I loved was one actually based in Christianity that said, when a group of angels revolted... Against the heavens, God ordered the gates of heaven shut. Those angels. That's, That's like the worst thing he could do. He closed the borders. That's it. Party's yeah. over. Uh, I guess if it's getting a little out of control, you're like, I gotta f- shut this down. I gotta close the gates. But the idea is that those angels still in heaven remained angels. Those angels who were in hell became demons. And those caught in between became fairies.
1: Is that an r- actual Christian story? That seems pretty <laughs> wild for the Bible. Also, why were there angels in hell? Before the, before
0: the door shut, why were there angels they in hell? They better have been
1: undercover. <laughs>
0: yeah, doing what some were sort they of doing
1: there? operation. That's because... like when you find out the prime minister went to like a brothel. It's like, hold on a second. Yeah. That kind of an official business.
0: Right before he shuts down the borders to all brothels. <laughs> and it's like, well, you were just in one. So that seems a little bit weird. I also would love it if there was just an angel out doing errands on earth, like oblivious to all of this going on. And he's like, just comes back and he's like, yo, (laughs) knocking on the door. He's like, hey, yo, guys, I got the milk and beer. (laughs) Yo guys, where'd my halo go? Did you guys lose your halo? It's getting cold. (laughs) It's getting cold. Why am I cat size? I used to be like a dude. I used to be like six foot five. Is anyone else shrinking? (laughs) <laughs> I'm shrinking before my very eyes. Oh, shit. Just give me a shout when you guys open up
1: again. I'm going to go to Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> the one place that lets in demons and fairies. <laughs> we never close the gates. And it turns out there's a lot of different types of fairies. Pisky,
0: trooping fairies, Sealy courts, hobgoblins. Wow. Yeah. I've only heard of that last one. There's a whole whole range of them. Uh, and they all have different abilities, different capabilities, and uh, different motives, let's say. <laughs> in general, fairies have a heavy... Are they murder <laughs> suspects?
1: <laughs> they're, they're all under scrutiny, best believe. We're going to line them up and see who did it.
0: Yeah. Pisky was promised uh, a huge inheritance in the will. Seely Courts was found with their fingerprints on the candlestick. And the hobgoblin, he was banging the other guy's wife. <laughs> In general, in general, fair- fairies have a heavy association with Ireland. And I'm not going to lie, I was kind of looking forward to, to diving into the history of our homeland and telling the stories of all the cute little mischievous adventures that they've had over the years. Sure. Turns out we might want to distance ourselves from the fairy world. Oh. Because some of the shit that they do is pretty dark. Some of the scariest fairy stories involve a type of fairy called a changeling. A creature known for zapping babies into another dimension. Okay. And then shape-shifting to take their place.
1: Okay, so they were caught in purgatory, but I think they were on the way to hell. They were on the bus to hell when they closed the gates of heaven. They should have been in
0: hell, for sure. I don't know if there's any (laughs) good reason to zap a baby.
1: So, let's just recap. They send babies to another dimension.
0: Yeah, they're like, you're gone, poof. You're in. The, you go to the fairy realm now, and I am your baby. Whoa! It's kind of like those uh, those videos you see where there's like a a cat and it's just given birth, and there's a bunch of kittens all drinking milk, and just one weasel. <laughs> and the weasel has just snuck its way in, weasled its way in, you could say, and it's drinking the milk. It's and getting
1: it's getting the, the lion's share of the kittens' milk. <laughs>
0: These changelings. Are zapping away the kitten and going and, and sucking on the teat. It's a
1: plot of uh, Jordan Peele's us. It
0: is, yeah, yeah. Be, being replaced by, by someone that isn't you but looks like you, you know?
1: And sending the real you to some kind of hell realm. A
0: terrifying concept, truly. Usually a parent can tell if their child has been abducted by a changeling. Okay. If the baby suddenly becomes sickly, ill tempered, or just evil. In one old legend, a family had recently had a baby, and the father had hired the local tailor to come round and make a suit for him, as in for the dad. For the baby. baby. (laughs) This was a boss baby. (laughs) So on that day, the tailor came round and began working on the new suit while the mother and child sat peacefully. But on this occasion, the baby was acting strange. It was usually a pretty peaceful little bean, but now it was crying thrashing about very strange the mother apologized i'm so sorry about him let me go get him another blanket sorry he hates pinstripes as soon as the mother left the room the baby stopped crying Hmm, that's odd the tailor thought then the baby turned its head towards the man and said psst
1: hey no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Not a baby. A baby didn't do this. I guess a changeling could have. A changeling, okay, not a baby. I'll, I'll let you finish.
0: <laughs> the baby turned its head towards the man and said, Hey.
1: I'm absolutely not buying this. Has the old
0: hag gone?
1: <laughs> that tailor was drinking. The baby did not
0: say that. Unsure of how to respond. The tailor simply nodded his head. That's when the baby pulled out a set of pan pipes from his blanket and started playing them. <laughs> no No! He started dancing a little jig. Not very discreet. I think even if she has left the room, she'd probably hear the pan. She's pipes. coming back. Did you have to pipe that hot, that badly? That you couldn't have waited until nighttime? How badly is this baby addicted to panpipes? That the second the mother leaves, he's like, "Is she gone? I got a f-ing pipe, man." Also,
1: like crying, crying and th- thrashing <laughs> isn't a good way to get your mother to go away. Yeah, usually that means like.
0: More attention.
1: The mother is going to be like, oh Jesus, what do I have to do here? Change your nappy? Hungry? He should have looked over to the mom and been like, I don't need you anymore, mother. <laughs> I'll take it from here.
0: <laughs> Immediately, the mother rushed in to see what the noise was and couldn't believe her eyes. She cried out, A changeling! <gasps> now I know what you are! I'll have my revenge! She grabbed the baby and carried it down to the river, ready to throw it downstream. Oh no. But as she reached the water's edge, the creature began laughing, and in an instant, overpowered the woman, pushing her into the river. (gasps) It laughed, scuttling away like a crab, as the woman
1: drowned. (laughs) And who do we have to thank for documenting this this real story? The tailor, I guess. (laughs) Who just watched the whole I thing go down? I saw it all, <laughs> whiskey ball in hand.
0: I saw it all go down. Look, it's an old story. I can appreciate the fact that
1: it is an old story. A legend, sure. And still quite detailed. Very the detailed. The baby scuttled away like a crab. I may have in the crab parts. But the pipes were there. The rest of it was there. I'm surprised at how quickly, you know, mothers are supposed to have this, you know, undying biochemical bond to their baby Right, the mother seemed to jump to the conclusion of changeling pretty damn fast it was like she was expecting it
0: yeah it could have just been a talented child I knew it I knew it (laughs) I mean who's to say that Michael Phelps as a baby wasn't zapped into another world and taken over by a changeling who can swim like a magical fish it would explain a lot to be honest he was probably in his crib playing pipes and eating stew and dancing a little jig and they were like He's pretty good at swimming though. So let's maybe just, let's just say that he is our baby and we'll train him up to the Olympic if you,
1: took, if you put 5% of the energy you put into pan pipes into competitive swimming, you'll be the greatest swimmer of all time.
0: But you can see how, how devastating this would be if you were a mother and you'd been caring for this thing that you thought was your own child, but it was this horrible little creature that had stolen the place of your baby. It's pretty brutal. <sighs>
1: It's terrifying. It's terrifying to think that it, that could happen to any of us and that any one of us might be a changeling. Yeah. Do I even know if I'm a changeling?
0: I mean, that's a that's a good point. I think all of the criteria were being ill, loud, and uh, evil. And I think we pretty much check all of those Fit boxes. The bill. Yeah, so who knows? Maybe Rory and Kit were zapped out in the first
1: episode. <laughs> Podcasters definitely are... More likely to be changelings. We're definitely loud and evil.
0: Yeah, disappointments to our parents. (laughs) Like, the only reason a son of mine would grow up to be a podcaster is if they were swapped at birth. Uh, Look, I I know that was an old story, but it's not the only story that we have. Kit, I have three more encounters that people have had with fairies over the years. And while we don't have time to break them down entirely, in this one episode, let's do bite-sized looks. We're talking... Fairy-sized looks. Little fairy-sized looks. This is, this is a little segment that, that I'm going to call Power <laughs> Stories. We have three stories. It's cool you
1: named it after yourself. That's interesting.
0: Three stories, a brief synopsis of what happened, and then you come to the conclusion at the end as to whether or not you think they're real. Okay, I like this stories well, many, within many stories. Many episode within the episode. Exactly. Okay, so first up, in 1909, a lady called Annie McIntyre from County Derry claimed that she'd been stolen away by fairies as a child. Do
1: you think that this is true or <laughs> untrue? <laughs> Holy, you said this is bite size. This is this is uh, molecule size. This is dust size. Well,
0: to a fairy, it's a feast, sir. It's a huge feast. Did you not see, Honey? I shrunk the kids. The cookies are f- mountain to them. And the um, ant is a beast to them. So this little story is like a two-parter to a fairy. This is f- this is like. I probably should have added a little more information. That that is very short. This is this is <laughs> like a challenge
1: for Sherlock Holmes himself. <laughs> there right, there is no wrong or right answer. Sounds like there is. <laughs> I mean, it either happened or it didn't. Surely. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to say you didn't specify exactly where, but we know it's County Derry stolen away by fairies as a child, as in she's now an adult
0: and not stolen by fairies. So what happened to her and now she's back.
1: So she would have had to have presumably fought her way out of some kind of fairy realm. I
0: believe her brother threw a Bible at them and scared them away okay i'm
1: i'm out this shouldn't have you don't understand
0: why i kept it short you son of a bitch her brother threw
1: a bible at them he saw them yeah the the brother
0: caught them as they were taking her away i believe all right that was a dud but i guarantee we got two more stories to go
1: i thought it was a lot more supernatural it sounds like her brother caught pedophiles stealing his little sister (laughs) threw a bible at them
0: and scared them away
1: I don't think it was even consequential that it was a Bible. I think he just hit them with a book.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to go on record to say that a Bible works against pedos. I think I'd use a gun. (laughs) Wow.
1: (laughs) They've already made their choices.
0: Uh, All right. Story number two. In March 1895, a woman named Bridget Cleary was killed by her family because according to them, The real Bridget had been abducted by fairies who had left a changeling behind in her place.
1: Jesus, did that really happen? That actually happened. Holy moly. Uh, I am worried about this. I'm worried about the concept of changelings being used to get rid of people.
0: Yes, I will say um, the entire family were arrested and charged with murder (laughs) because that's not a reason to kill anyone. This one is probably just... Murder, murder.
1: I reckon. Yeah, I mean, if the if the judge came to that decision, that's probably. All right. I'm starting to lose faith
0: in power stories as a concept because <laughs> the first one was no, and the second one was murder.
1: The <laughs> first <laughs> one was pedos. The second <laughs> one was murders. Uh, but, but hey, we got one more story. We can turn this thing around. I'm this excited. Could, Let's go. This could, I have a feeling in my heart that this could be real already. I haven't even heard it yet. If because if this goes well then this could be like everyone's like a recurring theme do, do yeah.
0: power stories do power it could stories could be everyone's favorite moment okay alright we, we got this let's go right. in 1917 in Cottingley, West Yorkshire 10 year old Francis Griffiths and her cousin Elise Wright claimed to have met a group of fairies in the garden of their house okay the girls managed to take a picture of the creatures and when their father developed the film this is what he saw
1: this is a crazy segue into physical evidence by the way. Holy, this is what am I looking at? A little girl is straight up posing for a photo. It's look even, good, don't even you? Candid. And there is a great gatsby style party of fairies happening directly in front of her they're playing trumpets dancing look
0: regarding the pose for a start if you knew you were going to be involved in a photo that was going to shatter the concept of people's reality you're going to want to look good
1: it's true it's like uh if
0: i was out in the woods and I saw a unicorn, and you were like, "Let me take a picture of you riding this." You're going to fix your hair first. Sure. I'm going to pop my shirt open
1: a little yeah, bit. Just a couple buttons. Yeah.
0: Get some oil on some body oils. Maybe throw it into Photoshop. If you before, get like, lucky,
1: it could be the number one Tinder profile. Pic. E-
0: exactly. So, no disrespect for this uh, lovely lady doing a bit of um, doing a bit of modeling around, around the uh, the fairy festival.
1: That photo is a lot to take in. What do you make of that?
0: Well, I feel like I should say right off the bat, uh, it's fake. Um,
1: are you sure it was? I it was debunked. Think it's
0: pretty good. I will say for the for the record, for those people uh, listening to the podcast, when when you think of what a fairy might be like captured on film, maybe you imagine some sort of orb, maybe like a, a Legend of Zelda style navi, like a ball, mm-hmm, with, a ball wings with wings coming out. These are little women. With butterfly wings, one of them has a, a little trumpet. Yeah. And they're just blasting away dancing, having a great time.
1: Yeah, it's a fairy from any fantasy movie ever. It's not, very <laughs> it's not very discreet. No. It's pretty in your
0: face. I maybe should have waited a little longer to to reveal that it was
1: fake. I'm honestly glad <laughs> that you did tell me that because I was about to double down pretty hard on those.
0: Uh, So, I mean, that's the end of Power Stories. Yeah. That didn't I quite, mean, that didn't quite play out the way I wanted it to. We'll like probably will honest. cut it
1: from the episode, but, uh, you know, that's rude, but thanks for nothing, but also, uh, I guess trying something new.
0: Yeah. I think maybe, um, all of those could have fit as full stories in the
1: episode. They didn't need to be powerized. They didn't need to be condensed. It might've been a bit depressing if, if they were drawn out. <laughs> I actually had heard of that photo. Or Kodos, the co- if there was more of them. I should have re- referred to it by its name. It's called the Cottingley
0: Fairies. There you go. Because that's the location. Yeah. Uh, I was quite upset when I um, read what it actually was, because even our, our researcher, Amy, talked about them uh, briefly. It was like, hey, the Cottingley Fairies. Have you not mm-hmm. heard of the Cottingley Fairies? It's a famous
1: uh, moment in British paranormal history. I
0: was so excited.
1: I couldn't believe it.
0: Um, <laughs> and I, I researched it, and... It's nonsense. It's I almost didn't want to include it because it's such an insult to even entertain in this story.
1: But it is fascinating because it convinced a lot of people. I think, yeah. At the time,
0: uh, there was like a, a writer who who was involved in the Sherlock Holmes novels that he was like, "This is complete evidence of paranormal entities."
1: Yeah, uh, Arthur Conan Doyle, the 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 writer of Sherlock Holmes, incredibly celebrated british author one of the most famous of all time and he wrote many different things he wrote treaties and political books and opinions and and some of the most famous novels of all time um it's a bit of a a dark smudge on his history is the Cottingley fairies uh he he went hard (laughs) he believed in them he wrote essays about how real they were how everyone needs to wake the up because the fairies are here um and then yeah Got a bit of egg on his face in the end.
0: It's a weird hill to die on. Especially yeah. if you didn't even see the fairies. You just saw a picture of the fairies. And already you're praying to the fairy lords <laughs> below you. It's a kind of strange. It's... I think even if I saw a fairy, I'd be like, get the out of here. No, get the fuck. I I don't want anything to do with this. <laughs> like, I got work yeah. on Monday. I got a lot of shit to I've do. I've got a hit
1: book series over here to yeah. take care of.
0: I I would not want to get involved in my life in any capacity.
1: I feel like the modern version of uh, Conan Doyle and the Cottingley Fairies is Tom DeLonge from Blink-182 and UFOs. Yeah. He's just like, fuck it. I quit everything. I quit being in one of the most famous bands ever to research UFOs. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, that's kind of crazy. That's almost a good argument that aliens are real because you <laughs> gave up being in the raddest band of all time <laughs> yeah. to search for the, the truth about the universe. At
1: least he dedicated himself to like a field of study, not just a photo. He's, he saw one <laughs> photo and went, mother of God, and re- cancelled his whole life. <laughs> he watched
0: E.T. and then cancelled the Blink US tour. He's like, this f- has a glowing finger and i need to find him and touch it
1: (laughs) hiring dozens of ex-nasa employees can you find them you mean aliens i mean (laughs) et we're gonna start with aliens and if we find et we'll let you know okay sir do you think uh because i know there's a couple songs by
0: blink-182 that like are kind of like alien related Mm -hmm. they were
1: obviously specifically aliens exist
0: yeah that one
1: (laughs) There are some subtle
0: hints placed in the Blink discography such as aliens exist and they out there. Um, I like to think every song that Tom wrote was about aliens and they just had to like tweak the lyrics. Right. Or, like, even even
1: the love songs, even the. Yeah.
0: yeah, all of it. It's just like, where are you? <laughs> right, right. Are right, you right. real? Like, you can't say that one, Tom. You can work it into like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Or something like that. You can change it to feeling this. That was originally about feeling a connection with the universe, and like no, it has to be about I don't know boobs. What
1: was it about in the end? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's a pretty emotional song. <laughs> Is that what you took from that song? Yeah, uh, that's fascinating. Maybe we need to go back and listen to their discography uh, with this in mind. Yeah, find all the subtle hints.
2: If you are somebody who loves all things spooky then Real Life Ghost Stories Podcast is the one for you. My name is Emma, I am the host of Real Life Ghost Stories Podcast and every week I bring to you three podcast episodes that are full to the brim with paranormal stories. Every Wednesday and Friday I release a mini episode which is dedicated to the spooky stories of our listeners and every Sunday we deep dive into a famous paranormal case. You can find Real Life Stories wherever you get your podcasts.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kit, when we bottle up our emotions, it can start to affect us negatively. Sometimes it's important that we get stuff
1: off our chest. Tell me about it. I found a UFO in the forest and now.
0: That's crazy. Um,
1: do you want to host? Do you want to host the show? No, man. It was just a little one-off. Like I, I just, I just heard of the photo before.
0: So. No, it's, you just seem to have all the answers and all the information.
1: No, man. It's so just, it's, a, cool. it's just the one photo. Like it's normal that because we're both paranormal investigators, pretty famous story. Why don't I'm kind of surprised you hadn't heard of it to be honest. It's just I don't remember which one
0: of us, which one of us stayed up all night writing power stories and researching that, that f- took fairies you all night. Which one of us did that? It was, it was me, actually, eight it wasn't it? In the end, of, of dialogue. Why don't you take the iPad and uh, I'll sit on my ass
1: and ridicule you are everything you say. Your ass. How I about didn't that? I did ridicule anything you said. How
0: about that, buddy? You're getting
1: real testy about the episode of fairies, and it's been great. I want to hand it to you. I bring the evidence. I yeah. bring
0: the stories. If you if you want to if you want to contribute and like add in your own points, yeah, just let me know beforehand. Just say hey, hey, bud.
1: I've been adding in stories for four years. You never had a problem. It seems this one is really. I think it's because I so was. Hard. I want to say hard. it might have been because I was treading on power stories. Is that possible?
0: A little bit, yeah. Okay. As I said, I've been up for days working on power stories, and uh, the rest it of the pan episode out. has been great. It like, didn't pan out. Why man. did power stories bullshit? What was I thinking? Let's just let's. This is gonna sound nuts, all right? Let's do them again. We'll just do them again, and we'll cut it we from can't the first do time. It. We'll cut it from the first time.
1: I can't pretend that I I'm like hearing I, this for the first I didn't, time. Because
0: I didn't tee it up right the first time. So if we could get some, like, wow, rock and roll music in here. I don't think it's going to help. I, don't I think know it's gonna that help story. Because the first one's got a pedo, so <laughs> I can't. the rock and roll, is it's going to fall flat on its face. We're going to try it again. Avoid the pedo shit, seriously, because that was that that I think is put a bad taste in people's mouth. And for the second one, don't even I'll say try, murder. I'll try, but it's don't even say murder for you, the second you one. You said it was a murder
1: case. Row,
0: <laughs> welcome to Power Hour. A story's. F- I got the name wrong of the the shit. You kept doing the voice. <laughs> 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 Row, we're doing another take here. In 1909, a lady was ganked by fairies. What do you think, brother? I'm changing up the. This isn't better.
1: I'm telling you now, it's not better. Forget it.
0: I said the episode was good. It's going great. You just need to forget. Forget. I just need to what? Move past. Accepted tar stories Stories
1: was a fine bit of the case. No. It's just gonna
0: poison it's just poison in a in a, in you're a you're putting in your, in your way to
1: invest it in power stories because i feel like it's just because it's got your name attached to it why don't we just call how how, how would you feel if you made some bullshit and called it <laughs> kit spaghetti
0: what if you made a dish called kit spaghetti and it tasted like asshole would you be happy about that no you wouldn't would you you'd want to change a recipe i and wouldn't maybe keep it? i wouldn't <laughs> keep calling it kit spaghetti <laughs> i would i would revamp the recipe sure okay so you're thinking if i changed the name of it all right so that was, um, that section in the middle was, uh, Greer Tales. No, that's... Kit Greer Tales. <sighs> so, um, unless y'all liked it. If y'all liked it, it's not, it's not Kit Spaghetti or Greer Tales. That's very, definitely Power Stories. No one stories. thought it was
1: Kit Spaghetti. <laughs> no one thought it was Kit Spaghetti.
0: Uh, look, the main takeaway from this episode isn't Power Stories. The main takeaway is don't be an Artemis Fowl. Don't fuck with fairies. They're mischievous little pint-sized bastards that will steal your babies or they will drown you. In some stories, they made people vanish for years into the fairy realm. That's bad. Where they thought they were dancing for merely minutes until they were brought back into the human world where they'd been gone for years. Jesus,
1: that's terrifying.
0: So how do you avoid fairies or their curses? Let me tell you. The first thing to look out for is fairy rings. Now, we have actually covered this on the podcast before. I think actually in one of your episodes towards the start, we talked a little bit about fairy rings. Years ago. Specifically not to disturb them. Um, For those of you who don't know, fairy rings are basically a bunch of mushrooms or flowers or some form of vegetation growing in a circle where there should be no reason why anything would grow in such a perfect circle. For sure. When people have tried to clear them or step into them, or mess with them in any way there's been some pretty disastrous accidents that have taken place
1: I, think, I seem to remember it runs the gamut from uh, if you step in a fairy circle you may experience bad luck or something all the way to that you go to the fairy realm
0: yeah almost like a prison sentence <laughs> depending on how hard you f*** with the ring it could be nine years in the fairy realm you're sentenced to
1: they do 25 to life in the fairy realm as well <laughs>
0: If you piss in a fairy circle, you get lifetime in the fairy the fairy realm uh which is it 's deserved frankly because you 're showing a huge amount of ignorance to some pretty magical little creatures. number two to look out for don 't cut a fairy thorn mm. i didn 't know what that was, but apparently these are hawthorn trees that belong to the fairy, and anyone that damages or cuts one down risks you guessed it lifetime in the
1: fairy realm this is. Uh, a very real one i know people right now they're thinking kit and rory tells such funny stories um it's just a little haha a little fun time to talk about the fairies Uh, i can vouch for this i vouched for it years ago when we talked about fairy circles my extended family my uncles and stuff like that uh, a lot of farming um background in our family yeah because your family
0: history is a lot closer linked to ireland
1: yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, on one side of my family, uh, they're from like the glens of Antrim, um, which was, I seem to remember in the Leprechauns episode, uh, a site of a leprechaun gold mine. Uh, so there's a lot of activity. And I I have heard long before we started this paranormal life, um, tales of um, my family members and them working with people in the countryside around Northern Ireland, grown men, old men, that would refuse to touch one of these trees, a fairy bush, as they called it, or a yeah. fairy circle. And you, if you drive around the countryside, you will occasionally see it. You'll see a beautiful, pristine field, maybe filled with um, animals or crops. And you will see a bush just left alone, nothing touching it because they don't want to risk the going to the fairy realm.
0: Yeah, and and it's not even something as dramatic as that or like... Uh a little imp slaps you about in your sleep. It's it's just bad luck. Yeah, Sometimes exactly. it takes the form of like just a curse. You'll curse your family for all times. So yeah, it's a very real thing, uh, especially as I said, in places like Ireland, where people take this thing very seriously. Um, experts also warn not to pick flowers from elder trees on Midsummer's Eve. I know you love doing that. So I felt the need to put that one in there.
1: Well, it's Midsummer's Eve, just like
0: the, the summer equinox, is that it? Oh, I have no idea. Well, We better figure it out, or else I'm gonna be in trouble. But I don't really pick flowers from elder trees anyway. I think that's something out of Skyrim. There's not a
1: lot of those in in East London. I'll tell you that much.
0: Yeah, the East London version of that is don't buy a bottle of Buckfast from a corner shop on Friday at three a.m.
1: <laughs> if you—that's a
0: real curse that you'll inflict on
1: yourself. If you go, uh, if you go down a street corner in Hackney and ask for. Uh, where you can find the nearest elder tree, you'll leave with about 50 quid's worth of weed.
0: (laughs) So those are the ways that you don't want to mess with them. How do you actively repel them so they don't even come anywhere near you? Well, apparently they don't like to be around bad energy. So things like arguments and foul language wards them off.
1: Well, that's bullshit because it sounds like they're very troublesome. So that's pretty rich of them.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a little rude to say you don't like bad energy, but you will zap a child into another dimension. And <laughs> it's, it's
1: judgy. It's judgy of them. <laughs> For people who need to be judged. Uh, if you want
0: to keep them away, you can pour salt around your, your, your house or being. That's classic. Or plant yellow flowers. Apparently they hate that.
1: Plant your own fairy circle, it sounds like.
0: Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Anti-fairy circle. circle. They also don't like anything made out of iron, because I think if they're hit by iron or cut by iron, the wound never heals.
1: Ooh, interesting. It's like like
0: they're kryptonite. Damn, that's
1: really interesting. Yeah. So if you were to wear like... (laughs) They're um, just going to say if they get hit with an iron rod, they die, (laughs) just like the rest of us. (laughs) An iron cricket bat will do the job just fine. But be warned,
0: because there's going to be a couple people who listen to this episode and think, hey, why don't I try f***ing with fairies? I'm going to get involved in this shit. I'm going to start kicking up circles and doing weird things. Once the fairy folk have noticed you, it can never be undone. What? You're on their radar forever. F*** Till the day you die.
1: Wow. I'm starting to understand why... Uh... You know, whenever I said my family were too afraid to cut down that peri bush. I did it. Wait, you cut it down? Yeah. They were like, yeah, we're too scared too. I was like, I ain't scared of dick, granddad. I uh, took a chainsaw to it that afternoon and you're telling me that...
0: You're never getting off the radar.
1: I'm on the radar. Did you never... I mean, after that,
0: was there any years of bad luck or...
1: Asking me if I've had any years of bad luck is like asking a pig if they've ever seen shit. (laughs) I live in it. I exist in it. I live for it. In shit or in a curse? Sometimes both. (laughs) That's a bad curse. My life was as bad before the fact as after the fact.
0: Well, that just about wraps up all the evidence that I have for today's case. You know, it it is a strange one. Like I said, like the dragon's case, like the goblins, like the leprechauns. It's a creature that we do need to cover because it is paranormal. Um, But maybe a lot of the stories and legends we hear are a little more fictitious than some of the ones we usually cover the only contemporary story we had was the one at the start which was an internet post online so really not not even from a newspaper or an online article or anything like that so it's a tough one it's a tough one this week but what are you thinking kit fairies you think there's any any truth to this
1: this is great thank you for bringing such excellent um evidence photographic evidence that fooled, power stories fooled uh, power, sure. How par- did you feel
0: about power stories?
1: <laughs> much like Kit Spaghetti, it tasted like <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Photographic evidence that even fooled Sir Arthur Conan Doyle himself. It fooled a knight, no less, and yet we are left with stories that are pretty much completely unbelievable. Um, yeah. People claiming to have been abducted as children. Their brothers rescued them from the fairy realm. I don't really know what to do with that. I don't a, know if that's provable. A woman who was just murdered by her family. Because there was no proof of fairies there either. They just thought she was a fairy.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that was a really grisly story. I had to shorten that one quite
1: a bit. <laughs> and yet, Rory, my gut says that there's something to it. My gut says that in the folk, ancient folklore of Ireland that... There's something to these fairy stories. And like I say, my own family believes uh, that they know these places where the uh, fairies reside. And I'm not saying I haven't seen, sure, hell, a fairy or two on a psychedelic voyage. (laughs) Uh, So, f*** it. Uh, I'm going to go in, yes. I think there's fairies out there amazing uh i am
0: a no this week you card uh wow it's never this way i
1: feel like anytime it's
0: a there's a yes no it's always me
1: saying yes sometimes you got to stir the pot it's true and if you need to if you need to break a branch off a fairy tree and stir that pot and get cursed for a lifetime well hell brother that just shows that they're real
0: i did just uh, i did just tell you that i watched well re-watched uh, Princess Mononoke last night. Yep, an amazing movie. That if you haven't seen it, I definitely recommend. That whole movie is basically showing what happens when when humans f with the forest spirits.
1: Uh this there's is some, it.
0: There's some repercussions there. It turns out. But unfortunately, I think in today's case, while I do love the idea of a uh, uh, fairy circles and the the legends surrounding them, yeah, I just don't have the evidence today. I mean, at least in the leprechaun episode, we had the leprechaun bones, <laughs> and a little hat and some gold I think left over um whereas fairies yeah a lot more just stories and legends a
1: lot of story which ironically did make it pretty much a full house in terms of the pyramid of truth it had hearsay legend rumor, gossip
0: (laughs) god i love the pyramid of truth thank you for listening to this week's episode of this paranormal life if you've ever seen a fairy um punched a fairy
1: or had any sort of encounter with the fairy realm If you think your brother or sister or, hell, partner is a changeling, uh, let us know. Good. Yeah.
0: Let us know and let the authorities know and do not touch them uh, is what we're going to say on that note. Um, But yeah, let us know. Send in an email to thisparanormallifepodcast at (laughs) gmail.com. We hope you loved this week's episode. And if you just can't get enough of This Paranormal Life you should go on Patreon and spend all of your life savings. (laughs) We have a ton of amazing tiers where you can get a bunch of amazing bonus content. Now, we've been doing the bonus episodes for years now. There are 40, 40 plus episodes.
1: 44 at time of recording.
0: Wow. Available right now. So if you have caught up, if you've listened to everything, check out Patreon and you can get what a year's worth of episodes at your fingertips right there but i know what you're thinking hey maybe they're a little bit different from the regular episodes maybe i won't enjoy them i don't know let me put those fears to rest right now by showing you a very special sneak preview Ooh!
1: i get to an interesting bit anyway about god creating the world at the very dawn of time in a snap of the fingers and a dab on the haters god created the earth And at first, there's nothing but bright light. Eventually, it dims. Then it brightens again. Night and day now exist. God then creates the sea and the sky. His next move is the land. I like to imagine at this point, (laughs) he looks like Goku trying to summon every (laughs) fiber of strength in his being, lifting the earth. Yeah! Tiring rocks burst forth from the blue depths. He crafts the sun and moon, then sprinkles the night with stars. He commands life to spring forth in the ocean and fills the skies with birds. The Almighty brings about mammals on the land, creating a ton of different species.
0: Jesus, that's a busy week. Yeah. I mean, I, I get stressed when we have to do a podcast like four days from now.
1: I, I, I can't. I'm stressed as all hell. I need a Mai Tai after five minutes of podcasting.
0: If I get... I I once got an email and a text at the same time and had to take a nap. (laughs) I was so overwhelmed. I don't know how this motherfucker is flicking his wrist from the three-point line and making man.
1: I I mean, we talked the other day about how how I got so stressed recently. I deleted WhatsApp in a panic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Remove myself from countless groups and family chats uh, because I was getting too many text messages. It's uh, it, yeah. I would be a bad God. I, you would be terrible God. I would get more than one prayer at one time and I would lose it. <laughs> I'm like, stop That's talking
0: it. at once. That's it. Hurricane. <laughs> Hurricane now. You little f***ers need to chill out. Uh, yeah, I just told you the other day that my uh, my email app on my iPhone just crossed over... 1000 unread emails. (laughs) If those were prayers, then I'm pretty sure humanity wouldn't be very happy with their deity. I like, I like as well that this is kind of like the relationship that uh, we have in the paranormal commune, where you know people are like writing in the complaint box, sending us letters, banging on the door, being like, Where's the food? Where's the rations? We haven't had clean water in days, and we're like, That's enough. We can answer one prayer, one prayer a week is what you
1: guys get. So you need to come together as a community and decide one thing. One community member gets randomly selected every week. This week, the guy's like, "I want a sandwich." Granted, everyone's like, "You, f- we don't have water." <laughs> <laughs> like it's,
0: salami, my favorite. Like it's a wish, like we're genies. <laughs> Granted, I, the crown has spoken. You could have at least got sandwiches for everyone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, man, those the sons bonus episodes. Those guys, what are they like? Those little changeling I'd bastards. like to go for
1: a drink with the guys who record that show.
0: We should say that um, the regular episodes are recorded by Kit and Rory. Um, the bonus episodes are, are changeling doppelgangers who are just stirring up shit, just being evil. Um, half of the episode is us playing the pan flute randomly yeah. just in during intervals
1: it's pretty annoying and we do have to live in the fairy realm because of that they have taken our place in the human realm sure um, but you know whatever half the work it's alright here as I said cookies are big
0: ants are also big which is terrifying but um you know pretzels huge ask me about burgers ask me about go on what are the like, enormous, dude. They're, you won't even believe it.
1: You won't even need the double cheeseburger. The single <laughs> cheeseburger will suffice.
0: Will feed your family for generations. A single Happy Meal fry could build a civilization. Do you understand how small we are in a this world?
1: chocolate chip is some kind of fed up chocolate Everest for you to <laughs> climb. I saw a man crushed by a
0: breadcrumb. He was impaled. He was obliterated by the crumb. So it's not all bad here in the fairy realm. But the exciting news is that we are being freed from the fairy realm for a very short period of time. And I know a lot of you guys out there are like, hey, we want to see you, Kit. We want to see you, Rory, if you are escaping the fairy realm. And you can see us. As we said on last week's episode of the podcast, we are going to be doing a little paranormal picnic slash meet and greet for this paranormal life fans who are either in London or near London. So come along. It's Saturday, August 21st at the Reformers Tree in Hyde Park park
1: or nearby we should should be able to spot us from there
0: you should be able to spot us we're going to be there from 4 p.m is that correct that's right from 4 p.m uh there is an event page in the description of this podcast but we've also just given you all the information that you need hopefully some of you guys can make it and hang out and have some food and some drinks um and for those of you who you know live a little bit too far to come or you live in a different country Don't worry about it. This is just a way for us to have a small meet and greet and do some form of live uh, activity this year. Uh, We wanted to do live shows. We wanted to do, you know, bigger tours. But unfortunately, all of those things have been put on hold until probably next year. So fingers crossed, we will be doing a live show, a full This Paranormal Live show at a venue near your location at some point in the future, But in the meantime, as I said, if you're nearby, come along on Saturday. It's going to be a blast. So hopefully we'll be seeing some of you this Saturday. If you can't find the event page, uh, the best way to find it is to head on over to Facebook and join the This Paranormal Life Secret Society. I'm sure it'll be posted there and you can even chat with a ton of other members who will be coming uh, to
1: visit on the day. So hopefully see some of you then. And if you're listening to this in 2025... Tell our families we love them. We probably haven't lasted that long. We probably died from the fairy curse.
0: Yeah, I'm assuming it's going to be, you know, start off as like a a nice little picnic and some triangle sandwiches. A couple couple beers. Maybe a couple shots. Maybe some of that elder tree that you mentioned. Okay, you're getting carried away. And then we march on parliament. What? That's right. The revolution begins. No, no, (laughs) no. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. We will be back next Tuesday with a brand new paranormal Paranormal Tale. tale.
2: If you are somebody who loves all things spooky then Real Life Ghost Stories Podcast is the one for you. My name is Emma, I am the host of Real Life Ghost Stories Podcast and every week I bring to you three podcast episodes that are full to the brim with paranormal stories. Every Wednesday and Friday I release a mini episode which is dedicated to the spooky stories of our listeners and every Sunday we deep dive into a famous paranormal case. You can find Real Life Ghost stories wherever you get your podcasts.